You're listening to the Metro LA Podcast, an official podcast of the LA International Church of Christ. Good evening, everybody. Robert Carrillo here in Studio A of MetroVision, and we're on our second week, or third week, actually, third week of the brand new year, and a year that we are focusing on being encouraged by the Spirit, right? And letting ourselves be led by God's Spirit, be led by the Holy Spirit. And uh, we're gonna be, we're doing some deep cleaning at the beginning, right? We're talking a lot about where we're at and where we're going and what we're doing and what is God's will in our life. And this is all good stuff. I hope you're getting a lot out of this. Please, please, please make sure you do because God's Word is powerful and effective and it will transform our lives and, and bring a lot of great blessings and help us to have a fantastic year no matter what's happening in our world. No matter what's happening out there. And there's a lot of crazy stuff happening out there. And it may get better. It may get worse. It doesn't matter if you're a Christian. It's in God. Our lives are in God's hands, right? So I want to start out with Romans 8, uh, verse 13 through 15. It says, For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if you, by the Spirit, if by the Spirit you put to death the misdeeds of the body, you will live. Okay, so he starts out right out of the gate. He's saying, if you live just worldly or fleshly or according to your physical, you know, desires, then you're just going to die. But if you if you live by the Spirit, you'll put to death the misdeeds of the body, and you will live. You will have life that God wants you to have. And of course, always whenever God talks about life, He's talking about Zoe, the quality of life, the good life, the right life, the best life, the life that really everybody wants, but People don't know how to get it, right? They think it's money, they think it's fame, they think it's power, they think it's drugs, they think it's all these different things. And 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 what it really is, is having love in our life, having peace, having confidence, having great relationships, and, and, and above all, having a confidence that comes from a great relationship with God. That's life, life that Jesus promised, right? For those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God, okay? If you... If, if you learn to live your life led by the Spirit, then you are a child of God. If you don't learn to live your life led by the Spirit, then you're not. I don't care if you repented, got baptized seven times, and been in the ICLC for a hundred years. It doesn't matter. If you're not led by the Spirit, you're not a child of God. This is really key. This is really important that we are children of God because we're led by His Spirit. The Spirit you receive does not make you slaves so that you will live in fear again. Rather, the Spirit you receive brought brought about your adoption to sonship, and by him we cry, Abba, Father. In other words, by because of what the Spirit does is it leads us to God and having a great relationship, where we, where we become his children and he becomes our dad, our Abba, our Father. And that's being led. And that's what we're going to talk about. How do you do that? How do you, what does it mean to live a life led by the Spirit, you know, that God is leading us? In Luke twenty-two thirty-nine, he said, and he came out and proceeded as was his custom to the Mount of Olives, and the disciples also followed him. Jesus was on his way to go pray. This was his custom. This was his habit. I've talked about this several times. Ethos, um, you know, what the things that you do, your praxis, how you practice your faith. What are the things you do? These are, everybody knew the things Jesus did. He goes off to solitary places and he prays. Sometimes he prays all night. He, this was his practice. This is the things he did. This was his custom. We have to have the right customs. We have to have the right practices. We've got to have our ethos down. This is how I live my life. 
or I've talked in the past about the rhythm of life. What are the things that we always do? That a life is a summation of our habits, really. Not our goals. Goals are great, but goals don't mean anything if we don't have the right habits to get there. The habits are what make our life, right? Um, Paul said to Timothy, you however know all about my teaching, my way of life, my purpose, faith, patience, love, endurance. You know, Paul, Paul was an open book. He was able to tell Timothy, look, you know how I live my life. You know what I do. You know my way of life. What is it that I do and don't do? What are the things I practice and don't practice? My purpose, my faith, my patience, my love. How do I put all those things in practice? My endurance. Okay, Paul was an open book. Timothy knew this. He said, I know what Paul does. He does this. He spent time with God. He goes in the mountains. He prays. He, he's at the beach, you know, whatever. You know, he knew those things. In 1 Corinthians 4, 17. That however is not the way of life you learned. When he talks about the sinful world and how this world is acting. He says, that's not the way, you've, that's not the way of life you learned. See, they learned a way of life. They learned a certain way to live their lives. When you heard about Christ and were taught in him in accordance with the truth that is in Jesus, you were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires, to be made new in the attitude of your minds, and to put on the new self, created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. Key things he says there, there's a way of life, we're taught to put off the old self. How do you get rid of the old self? We're taught to be made new in the attitude of our minds and to put on the new self. That's all That's all intentional. That's an intentional lifestyle. That's a way to live. You know, the key elements that we've got to, we, we, we've got to recognize those. Putting off our old self, you know, how, how do we get rid of that? How do we get rid of all the, the evil temptations we have and the, and the attraction to sin? How do we deal with that? Uh, to be made new in the attitude. How do I get renewed? How do I refresh my faith in my walk with God? And how do I have great quiet times? And and how do I be closer to God? Put on the new self. How do I be what I want to be, right? Like God, created to be like God. How do I be more loving, more faithful, more pure, more holy, more stronger, more righteous, more confident, no, more patient with others, more full of peace? How do I do that? In true righteousness and holiness. Not not playing a game like I talked about in the sermon, but being real. Real righteousness, real holiness. How do I do that? That's what he's talking about here. Well, what the Spirit is trying to do is help us with that. How to live intentionally. How to live intentionally. How to live the way you want to live. The way you mean to live. We what, Almost all of us, especially if you're a member of the church, you didn't get baptized so you can be like the world. You got baptized to be different, right? We got baptized to be one of God's people, a child of God, a member of his kingdom, a, a citizen of the holy nation, a part of the royal priesthood. I mean, we, we, we decided to do that. But that's a certain kind of life. That isn't life like everyone else. It means we have to live a certain way. And part of it, I already talked, you know, in the sermon Sunday about, you know, asking ourselves tough questions to identify where we're at. And there's there's questions to identify where our heart's at. We need to ask ourselves, in order to figure out how to live intentionally, what's important to me? Is it money? Is it power? What's what's well let me just say what's most important to me, right? I mean, cause money's important. You gotta pay your bills, you gotta do stuff. It's not that it's not important, but what is most important to me? 
Is it money? Is it power? Is it fame? I want to be popular at school. I want to be popular at work. I want everybody to think I'm awesome. I want everybody at the church to think I'm wonderful. Is it clothes? I want to look good and, and, and everybody think how awesome I am and what a great dresser I am. And is it stuff? I want everybody to go, wow, what a nice car. What a nice, this dude's got jet skis. Man, she, she's got, you know, the, the iPhone 57 and, and, and we're still on the 13. And, you know, I mean, what, what, what is it that's most important to me? And this is not to, I'm not like down on the world. It's not that these things are bad necessarily in and of themselves. Even money is not bad. It's the love of money that is evil and the root of all evil. But what is important to me? What is most important? Or is it spirituality? Is it holiness? Is it relationships? Is it righteousness? Is it purity? How important are those things to me? No, no, no. Real, really, really. Let's be real here. If I looked at my schedule, how much time do I spend working on my spirituality? How much time do I spend or energy or what do I do to increase my holiness? Or what am I doing to make sure and take care of and, and improve my relationships? What am I doing to strengthen my righteousness? Not so I can be saved, but because I am saved. What can I do or what am I doing this week or in the last week? What have I done the last seven days to guard my purity, to make sure what is important to me? Is it comfort? I want to be comfortable. Is it ease? I want things easy in my life. Is it entertainment? I want to have fun. It's all about fun. Is it speed? I want to hurry up and get there and get everything done. Boom, 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 boom. I don't want anybody to slow me down, get in my way. Is it quantity? I want lots. Of whatever I like, I want lots. Lots of stuff, lots of food, lots of entertainment, lots of ease. What is it? What's really important to me? What really matters, again, we look at our week, right? And that tells us what's really important. Or do we value value itself? We want things that are best. Do we value and what's important? Strength. I be strong in the Lord, not weak. I don't let myself be a weak Christian. I'm going to be a strong Christian. Anybody can be a strong Christian. The weakest person can be a powerfully strong Christian. Is it personal growth? Or have I just decided, nah, I'm not growing anymore. I've arrived. I'm as far as I'm ever going to be. I'm as good as I'll ever be. I'm as loving as I'll ever be. I'll be as kind as I'll ever be. I'm not going to grow in those things. Is it personal growth? Is it the journey? Do we value the journey? We're on this incredible journey right now. And I know the world is tough and a lot of terrible things are happening. But even that is part of our journey getting through tough times, getting through difficulties, getting through challenges, burying people we love, seeing people we care about walk away from the Lord, seeing, you know, going through financial hardship. Those things all are part of the journey and can actually help us be better disciples of Jesus, can help us become more like Jesus, even the bad things. You know, my son is 
into weightlifting right now and he's sending me pictures of what he's bench pressing now and what he's curling now, you know. And, I mean, he's really gone up and, and what he, the weight. And every time he gets stronger, he keeps putting on more weights, right? Why? Because it's resistance, right? There's more and more resistance, which causes him to grow and his muscles to get stronger and bigger, and which is what he wants. That's his goal. He wants to be stronger. He wants to be bigger. He wants to be more cut, better form, all that. Well, he's got to put on more weight, more challenge. Well, that's what life is like. I mean, the world has put a lot more weight on us. It's added the resistance to live in the Christian life has gone up. Are we growing to match it? Or are we just letting it crush us? We have to live intentional. What is important to me? What do I really want my reputation to be? Do I want to be cool? Do I want to be snatched? Do I want to be connected? Do I want to be the goat? Do I want to be slayed? What's important to me? What really matters to me? What do I think about? What do I focus on? Where do I spend my money and my time? Or do I just or do I really want to be an honest person? A loving person? A faithful person? A humble person? A spiritual person? I mean, you, you can't be both all the time. Sometimes you can be snatched and loving. Woo-hoo, amen. But if you got to make a choice, you got to have that choice clear. I'd rather be loving than snatched. I'd rather be faithful than connected. I'd rather be humble than the goat. I'd rather be spiritual than slayed. We have to make those decisions. We have to identify it. What is it I really want? What do I really want? Do I want money, stuff, power, popularity, pleasure? What do I want? Peace. That comes from God. Joy. That comes from Jesus. Love. Faith. Happiness. What am I pursuing? What am I pouring all my energy into? I mean, the fact is, the world demands a lot, right? We have 168 hours in a week. How many hours do we spend working for money? Well, you have to, right? We spend a lot of hours, from 40 to 50 to 60 hours, 80. Some of us spend 80 hours working. How many hours do we spend with the Lord? Honestly. I mean, I think a lot of people spend more time with Netflix than they do with the Lord. And they have no problem with that. In fact, they don't even see anything wrong with that. And it's not that we need to have five-hour quiet times. I mean, that most people can never do anything like that. But that we prioritize. And that we make these things what's really important. I think as disciples, this is, this is what we really want deep down inside. Our true selves. We want to have peace, joy, love, faith, happiness. We want to live in honesty, with lo- loving, faithful, humble, spiritual. We want to be confident, full of holiness. We want to have good relations. We want to be righteous and pure. But we can lose sight of that. Or even worse, we can lose hope for those things. And what really makes the difference is does my life reflect my priorities? Because all of those things are what God wants to give us. But the question is, are we sowing to it? Are we pursuing it? Are we going after it? Or do we just hope it's all just going to fall on us like snow or something and we're going to become these things? I mean, here's the incredible thing is God will give us a spiritual heart and a spiritual mind, but we have to spend time with him. 
We have to know him better and better. And that's how we get there. But that has to be the priorities in our life. And so does my schedule reflect my priorities? Do what does what I do? And I'm not again, this isn't about making us feel guilty or making us feel bad, but just helping us to be real and realistic. Am I spending the time I need with God to have peace? This world is getting crazier and crazier. The only place we're going to find peace is in God and being strong in the Lord. And sometimes it's just real practical questions. Where's my time going? What am I spending my time on? What am I spending my money on? Does it reflect my priorities? Does it show? Am I buying books that are helping me to grow? I'm going to put out a book reading list that I think will help a lot of people. Am I willing to spend the money? Am I willing to spend the time reading? Or if we don't read, then audio books and listening to them. Or podcasts. Or going back and even listening to old classes or other people's classes or whatever. Whatever makes us grow spiritually. To live intentional. Plan what I do and do what I plan. Put my first things first in my life. Put what's Treat what is most important as though it is most important. My time, my money, my energy, my focus, my attention. And I've given out a lot of tough questions. How much time am I spending in scripture? How much time or often do I spend in prayer? How often do I ask for input from others? And give them a blank check without being defensive or without scaring them into saying the right thing. How clear are my goals? Or maybe even more importantly, how clear is my plan? Do I have a plan for growing spiritually? How do I know if I'm growing? How do I know if I'm stuck? The thing about being stuck is people usually never know they're stuck. Not until people around them pass them up so much. But you get signs. You get signs like you're just not that excited anymore. You don't feel zeal. You don't feel excitement. It's not fun. It becomes a matter of self-denial and discipline. And self-denial has its place, but your Christian life shouldn't be self-denial. It should be a blast. And what God wants to have is not a self-denial year, but an awesome year, a great year. So I close out with this scripture. In Ephesians 5, and we read it already. For this reason, it says, Awake, sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Awake. So wake up. That's what God is telling him. Wake up. Of course, Paul was quoting scripture. Don't let yourself be asleep. You know, I mean, I love holidays. I have a blast on holidays. And I focus on the family and building a relationship, having fun times making memories great memories and then we hit january and i know i gotta wake up i gotta i gotta you know wake up again and i always take time to spend time with god take a couple days to get away and just be with god and ask myself all these tough questions these questions i've been throwing at you guys for the last couple weeks they're not stuff i just made up for others these are the things i ask myself because they help me to get in touch with reality 
And they're not burdensome and they're not a bummer and they're not, you know, to make me feel guilty or bad. They're to help me to identify the truth and to know where I need to grow. And they're to help me to become what I want to be and who I want to be and to have the life that Jesus promised. To carry the easy and light yoke, not be burdened. He says, wake up, sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Jesus will shine on you. Therefore, be careful how you walk. Not as unwise men, but as wise. Making the most of your time. (laughs) Time management, huge for a Christian. Making the most of your time, being wise. And that doesn't mean, that. just to be clear, that doesn't mean you cram more into your schedule. No. Because to be more effective in time, it's just important to say, to know what we have to say no to, what we have to stop doing. I know for me to have the great, long, quiet times I need to have every morning, I've got to get to bed early. I can't be staying up really late watching stupid stuff. Even good stuff. I got to be in bed early so that I can get up early and I'm rested. So making the most of time because the days are evil. Boy, do we know that one's true. The days are evil. So then do not be foolish. Don't be a fool, saying. Don't be a fool. Fools want everything. They believe about everything. They want to go do everything, but they get nothing done. Or they don't get it. Because they're not wise. He says, but but you understand what the will of the Lord is. Understand what God is doing. He's trying to lead you to life to the full. He's trying to leave, give you the kingdom life. And me. And I love that. There's, there's no better life. I wouldn't trade places with anybody. And that doesn't mean I don't have challenges. And that doesn't mean I haven't suffered. I've suffered, I have challenges, and I'm sure there'll be bigger ones ahead. And who knows what's going to happen in our world. But most importantly, I've got the Lord and I'm close to him. And that's where the blessings come from. That's what the Spirit is trying to do. So our whole theme, encouraged by the Spirit, we're going to be focused on what the Spirit is telling us and trying to get us to do. Be led by the Spirit. God bless you. You've just listened to the Metro LA Podcast. For more information about our ministry, please visit MetroLARegion.com.